good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express coming to you from the 469 out here in port sandalac we are at the blue water sports bar and grill adam and filler with you we've got some uh, special guests tonight yeah we'll uh, introduce here in just a moment but uh coming off a pretty active weekend for uh, phil and i yeah very active i think we did a few things this weekend uh a few. still in the weekend but well yeah it's still sunday night but yeah i've back and forth to bay city a couple times saw my son marching to marching band at his high school friday night which was awesome yeah hadn't like seen him yet he's a freshman and he's first time i got to see him so typically i'm doing games on friday nights around here announcing for thumbtail gator sports so that was good back and forth had to pick up my daughter on saturday in bay city again because she had play practice so and then of course we had a, a dj gig on last night yeah so so yeah a lot lot <sighs> lot going on i'm tired yeah good stuff and then got to see the lions just absolutely be a train wreck today uh i watched most of that did you all right why don't we why don't we have our guests introduce our, themselves go ahead cowboy all right my my house name is cowboy i'm larry hawks yeah love you know me i'm from the area since 1981 I went to CPS High School. I terrorized some of them throughout my high school years. All right. <laughs> Joined the Army, did 27 years. They uh, finally medically retired me in 2017. So I drifted around, did the VFW thing. It was nice for a while, but it kind of, after a while, you know, you kind of get drift apart. And there was guys that didn't like the VFWs or right. the American Legions, you know, whether or not it was just, you know, that uh, didn't ma- didn't mesh with those guys. Okay. And those are the guys, you know, that like we get a lot of or okay. that we're reaching out. See, we're not just about combat vets. Okay. Yeah. Just go ahead and explain to your group. Well, yeah. our group. Yeah, you're forgetting that little it. Yeah, tidbit right you start to talk about the group, but let's, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's uh, introduce the group. Then we'll introduce our two other guests here. All right. The group is about trying to make aware. Who are we? Let them know def- who we are first. Oh, Come we're on. the Defenders. The Defenders. Okay. Yep. There you the go. Defenders. Perfect. Well, the group I originally started, I got in contact with a bunch of my friends. We all agreed. And just just go, brother. Just go. Just keep going. Here, Play you're fine. the hip. Um, More interesting that That's way. all we do on this podcast. Yeah. Well, I got I, I got tired of the, you know, I see guys that get um, discharged from the Army, and they just get dropped. Right. It's like, well, you're a civilian now, bye. And, yeah. you know, you've, you've trained for 15, 12, 8, 10 years to be a soldier, and then all of a sudden you're not. And we're working to help these guys do better. You know, we're not, we're not just going to keep picking a guy up and picking him up. We're going to pick him up and help him get to where he needs to be. Excellent. You know, it's not a handout. It's a hand up. And we have a lot of organizations that we're trying, to, that we're, we're networking to. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, my buddy here, Crash, my uh, VP, that works with the VSDO. He got his service dog, and it's done wonders to help him. Um, you can talk a little bit more about the VSDO. You know more. Yeah, hey, sorry, Crash. Yeah, Crash. That's <laughs> my house. That's the club. My club name. Um, my name's Jason. Uh, Cowboy approached me about the club, and I'm like, all right, cool. So, we've been doing this now for what a little over a year. Yep. 
This All is right. our second year. We're starting our second year. We've got about 10 members. And it's one of those, we reach out, we catch one person, touch one person's life in some way to say, hey, we're here for you. Because like he said, a lot of us miss the camaraderie of like, for us, it was National Guard. So it was one week in the month you get with all your friends. Right. And uh, well, I do this thing with Veterans Connected as well down in Brighton. They had the Ruck to Live, which is bringing awareness to soldiers or veterans suicide, 22 a day. Right. Which that number is even higher. I've heard that. I've heard it that. It is. And well, last year, um, my sister walked across to the Veterans Service Dog Organization because they had a booth set up just across from us come back, handed me this piece of paper, said, don't be mad. I think you need to check these people out. I did. I went in, did everything. They are very helpful. It's run 100% nonprofit. Everybody that works there is volunteers. Excellent. They're awesome people. They check on you. I wound up getting a seven-week-old German Shepherd on the 27th of October last year. So she just turned a year old. I was going to say, happy birthday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just turned a year old, and she has helped immensely with a lot of my anxiety and being in certain places you know if I'm around other veterans or guys that I've known for a while I can go places without her but just having her there when I'm just you know reach right. down scratch her and all of a sudden it just kind of like calms you yeah well I left her at home tonight <laughs> <laughs> but uh the VSDO they're they're real good people they I mean, they've helped me out a lot. That's good. Um, That's great. Veterans Connected, that's also another good group. They're down in Brighton. They go different places, but they help veterans out. They'll adopt a veteran or a veteran's family during the holiday seasons for, like, Christmas, things like that, help with cars, repairs, moving. Um, something, some of the stuff that we would like to do as right. we grow, but... We're small. And, and those things tend to be, for most people's lives, and you'll recognize this, the general stressors, too, that bring yes. a lot of stress to people's lives. Like oh, not yeah. having their vehicles in repair, like things like you said, the holidays especially, like funding those things, all those things. Oh, yep. yeah. And not just working with Veterans Connected or the VSDO. I also have other friends that we both served with that would put me in touch or get something going for another buddy of ours that we served with. with that, that just happened last week. He's got a, an issue with his back. They don't know if he's ever going to be able to be out of the wheelchair. So my buddy set something in motion, which in turn through Veterans Connected. And a guy, um, I, his name's Randy. I don't know his last name right offhand, but he does timeless mobility in um, the Midland or Milford area. Okay. Hooked him up with a little power chair. So now our buddy's got more freedom to be able to go and do things that he couldn't do before. That's good. So That's great. we had him out on the ruck march with us. Uh, on the 17th of September, that was awesome. Uh, when we get when we when we do get together as a club, we try to get everybody that we can that's members and non-members. Say, hey man, we're having come on up, check it out, see if you something you want to do. You know, like Cowboy said, there are organizations out there that are more known, like the VFW and things like that. That sometimes. Right. People slip through the cracks, or or it's not for them. Let's face exactly. it, like as you them. alluded to, it's not for them. Exactly, yeah. I, and I agree with that one hundred percent. You yeah. know, like we've got a Vietnam vet with us. We've got only one. We're trying to get more, but we got one. And if it wasn't for guys like him, guys like Cowboy and I wouldn't be having what we have. All right. So let's you take know. let's take this opportunity then. If you want to reach out to the defenders, how can how can they contact you, inquiring as to becoming a member or anything like that? Well. 
our phone number. I mean, we're going to toss this out a bunch of times, but yeah. I just yeah. want to get it out there. Well, same. Like when we DJ. Yeah. We put a banner out there, right. and it talks about how you know being a soldier. You can't you can't buy it. You can't inherit it. There's right. only one way you're going to be a veteran. You got to you got to earn it yeah, by serving. One hundred percent. Yeah. And we put that out there, and people go, "Well, how is it you guys DJing, helping vets?" Well, you you look at the sign, mm-hmm. you see my name, my number, his name, his number on the sign. Right. And then I've got people go, dude, I got a buddy that needs to talk to you. Yeah. Give him my number. Send him. Yeah. Exactly. Send him my way, you know, and we will help them out. Even if they don't join the group, but they need help, uh, we will a direction to send them. Right. You got to remember, we, got, we can't say that we will help them out. We will do our you best. You do your best. Try it. We'll and try that. You know, that's it. And you know. from what I've seen in life, sometimes just lending an ear sometimes is helping enough. Exactly. It, especially if you had like experiences. Well, um, and it, all branches are all branches veterans from, of all branches are welcome to join. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Okay. Beautiful. Well, you don't have to be a combat vet. What it okay. is, all vets. The, the way he put, the way Cowboy put this was, all you have to have is a DD two fourteen, which okay. means it doesn't matter if you have a dishonorable, other than honorable, general or an honorable discharge. Right. The only catch to that is, yeah, those things don't matter. But if, say, you got a dishonorable for something that even us as even civilians would think, whoa, that's, that's n- yeah. you know, something real serious, that's about the only time. Right. But it's like a case-to-case basis. Well, like my daughter-in-law, um, two weeks before graduation, they came up to her and said, you lied. You had back problems. Discharged. Dennis, dishonorably. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. She went through, and we all, well, veterans know, you get, <laughs> you get examined with a fine-tooth comb. I wish my um, CMP was that good. Right. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but, you know, you go through, and they're like, and then all of a sudden, she was, because she was so happy, so proud, she was, and then all of a sudden, yeah. the way she tells me is, basically, she didn't even know, and they just walked up to her the one day and said, you lied on your entry f- paperwork. We're giving you a dishonorable. And she's right. like, what the hell do you mean? You got scoliosis. She's like, I didn't know. Right. Why didn't you catch it when I did my intro? So stuff like that we're working right. on. Like um, we got a veteran. Yeah, we have uh, one of our newest members. This guy has served with overseas uh, in Kuwait and Afghanistan. Right. Um, we were working in... A retro yard and we were allowed to take things home as long as it was we were given permission and we signed it out well something happened somebody back home said he was trying to sell what he had gotten and they wound up booting him giving him a dishonorable or an other than honorable i don't remember which one but right still a bad that one. other but it's like that's that's some bullshit because right so it's like you said. It's a, obviously that's not going to disqualify you, and no, if it's, especially if it's something like as you would said, some bullshit. Then if it's, if it's some right. legit bullshit that we okay, yeah, everybody gets that kind of shit. All right, well, right. guess what? You can change. Yeah. Just because that shit happened while you were in doesn't mean you're going to continue to act that way while you're out. You might have realized, right. wait a minute, I screwed up, and now you're out there trying to do. And there is a lot of the veterans along with the civilians because I'm not going to knock them right a lot of us all have somewhat similar issues like right the anxiety the PTSD so we understand that we were able to 
like talk with people or just be like, hey, man, come on, hang out with us. Let's have a good time. You got want to talk? Let's talk. Well, when I say, you know, when I say this, because I, 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 my goal is never to quit drinking, but I was very bad at one point. So oh, I, yeah. I, attended oh, a ton of, I attended a ton of A, and they always say, you know, a problem shared is a problem cut in half. Yeah. Well, that's very true. That is. That is. Yeah. When we were down there for that, the our event, um, our friend, which was in the wheelchair, we're talking, and he's, you know, him and I have some of the same stuff. Yeah. You know, like the our legs hurting real bad at night, and we call it the um, the grasshopper because you're rubbing your legs together trying to, you know. Right. And when we were talking, you know, all of a sudden he wasn't alone in that. Right. You know, the stuff that, you know, oh, I'm on that med for this pain, you know, for this, I am too. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're not alone. He, you don't want your best friend to have that, but when he does, you don't feel alone. All of a sudden, it's, I'm not the only one. Right. You know? And you're like, all of a sudden, I could see him, you know, he wasn't smiling that I'm doing it. That but you're going through it too, but it, like you said, someone that you can at least talk to, someone that knows exactly. Yeah. Well, or at least that will understand. Right. Or yeah. be able to relate to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, recently... My um, one of our good dear friends, his wife passed away, and mine passed away in April. So when he would call me up, I'm like, dude, this is what's gonna happen. Right. I mean, I know it. I knew it. I've counseled guys in it. Right. But it still sucks, right. and you're still gonna go through it. Right. For me, I spent what three months. Three or four months before you finally started even getting back to normal, and that was with all of us around. And that's that's actually four, he says, but that's still an aggressive yeah. timeline, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, <laughs> you is. know, I'm especially with, hold on, butt. yeah, you basically kept at him to get out of it and right. work with him, you know. Yeah, you, and you have to. Why don't you introduce yourself, the sergeant huh. in arms, the one that calls me Polak all the time? <laughs> you are Polish. Yes, ain't nothing wrong with being Polish. That's right. German. That's right. Oh, by the way, I'm L.J. Vansicle. They call me Specter. Mm-hmm. And I sergeant of the arms. Unfortunately, I got talked into being sergeant of arms. This <laughs> ragtag bunch, but yeah. I love them all. And we're more, and we're trying to help vets. But it's more of a, in a way, people look at us because we wear the cuts and stuff. They think we're kind of a biker group, but we're not. We're, we're, we're more like, now wait a minute. <laughs> Go on. We're more of a fraternal organization type thing where we camaraderie because that's one of the things like he was saying we miss when we were in. Right. And most of my buddies that I served around, if they're still alive, are either maybe in Arizona or Texas. Some are, well, I understand a couple are still playing truck drivers. Yeah. Which I did for 35 years. But anyhow, we we don't see each other. It doesn't mean you don't think about it. No, 100%. And it's like this thing here, yeah, we don't see Prober and Little B and some of the others all the time. But we think about them. And in a way, whether we do or not, you know, I'm not, don't mean to religion but we do think and pray about them that they'll get better and get what they need you know and we're just 
it's that we're not alone. We need right. to. It's even like talk, even when I used to talk to you before this. Yeah. You know, about different things. Yeah. And some of the things that you were kind of going through. And you know, it's all we, it's that friendship, camaraderie. Yeah, I've been through kind of like that. Yeah. So I, you know I get what it, I'm yeah. getting at. Yeah. And unfortunately, I tend to have to keep that one in line. You're, you're his keeper over here? Pretty oh, much. Oh, boy. Really, really oh, boy, sorry about that. I've known, yeah. I've known him since his dad bought that property okay. in 81. Yeah. 40 years. That's a long time to put up with him. <laughs> he bought it in 76. We moved there in 81. That's a long time to put up with you. 41 anyway. years. Yeah. Anyway. That's, a, well, see, that's great. What a lot of people don't realize, right. they're like, when you talk about PTSD, Yeah. they're like, well, just don't think about it. Isn't or that you know? Get over it. And here's the thing: I, I battle, I, I battle anxiety and depression too, and I hate it when people are just like, "Well, get over it." You're like, "It's not that fucking easy." No, yeah. it's not that fucking well, easy. Well, 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 just, people are like, "Well, just be happy," and you're like, "Oh fuck, why didn't I think of that?" Okay, right? Well, here's a prime example. Yeah. I've got a good one because yeah. I was down there uh, playing music for the Fourth of July. Jeannie asked me to come down there and play, right. which hey, yeah, sure, I love playing music. That's why yeah. I started doing it. I said, as long as I can get out of there before the fireworks starts. As soon as they start. Fire, the, the boom is what yeah it's the boom and seeing the sparks because of what happened when I was in Afghanistan to me it wasn't you know most people say oh it wasn't that bad well <laughs> no it's not that bad because it was still far enough away from me but it was the fact that it came in you're, you're smoking you hear the si sirens for indirect fire and you look up and all you see is four sparks that look like yeah. firework and then told to get the cover oh shit right then you run and then after, from that point on everything changed yeah. So the fire, the booms would get me. Sparks, not so much anymore. I've gotten a little bit better. Right. But the fireworks started off down there. You can ask Spectre because he was down there with me. As soon as the first firewalk, the firework lit off and went boom. Yeah. I got to my truck. I, I told you to turn the stereo on and get in your truck. Yes, you, you did. I, yeah. I, I got into my truck. I. Had my, so I couldn't turn it on because I had people sitting in front of me. I didn't want to blind them. Right. My but, problem was is I actually lived in this town for 14 years. You know, the first year I got back from Iraq, you know, I'm like, let's go. Let's get down there early. I'm sitting down there for the fireworks. It's not the actual fireworks as much. And you're talking that, about right after you got back the first time, right? Yeah. Okay. No, the last time. I, I, I've got a. They got do one the one. That. It's a simulator. It's, it just goes up and it goes. Woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting there with my family, and that that sucker goes off, and I, 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 I came unglued. I came up off the table, off the ground, and I'm like, "What? I'm, I'm, I'm." Right. And then I walked home, and every time they'd light one of them off, I had nowhere to go. So my wife walks in the one day, and I'm under the 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 coffee table. I got the coffee table pulled up to the couch. And I'm under the coffee table, and I'm holding my 44 Magnum. Right. And she's like, it's okay, baby. They're done. You know, it wasn't like I was going to go shoot someone. It was just, when we're in combat, you, you we go into have defense a weapon. Mode. Yeah, on, yeah, yeah. We've always got a weapon. That's exactly what it is. You go yeah. into what you were trained so to do. So what it was explained to me is one of my friends was in Afghanistan, and he was in some shit numerous times. And he's like, think about it. He's like... You know, you can't comprehend this. You have to be on every single minute of every single day. 
he says, and you can't just turn it off. And he's, no. he's like that now. Sometimes I'll go over and see him, and I'll be like, you doing all right, buddy? Because he'll he'll have that look in his eyes, and I can tell he's on. Like, And I'm like, you don't have to be on, man. You're in a safe place. It's, it's like the hypervigilant or always yeah. being aware of yeah. the surroundings. Yes. It's, it, it never goes away. Right. I've had people go, you know, it's like when we're talking about someone who did it. Yeah. You know, we lost. We didn't win that battle. And they're like, well... He's just a coward, and they, you know. And I'm like, oh my god, I just really want to just lug him. What right. a lot of people don't understand. A lot of civilians. There are some that do, but there's a lot of civilians that don't understand that not all wounds are visible, whether it be for the military or civilians. Yeah. Because you could have gone through something that I've never w- happened to me, and then something triggers you. Car wreck. Yeah. But at the same time, because of what I've been through, I see that, and it's like, dude doing all right what's going on you want to talk right that, that type of deal that's part of the club and that's you, just it you're eye on everybody that's a great great point excellent point you're right we we don't know we you don't know what someone else has been through what they you know you know i i where was i, I was that's what we're about yeah that, i was somewhere and all of a sudden somebody just started freaking out and everybody wanted to just like everybody kind of gave them a wide girth and i'm yep. just like hey how can I help you right now? What at, can I do to help you at this moment? Usually at first, giving that yeah. wide girth is yeah, a good idea thing. because you never know what they're going to do. But <laughs> right, right. talking and then slowly moving yourself in there and be like, you know, hey, guy, or lady. I, like you, know, you do with yeah. me. I, I'm here. Yeah. What, what can I do to help? I'm not going to touch or nothing. Just I just talk. Yeah, I said, I said, if you have anything I can do to help you in this moment, just let me know. I had to laugh. Well, I, I applaud you for that, brother. Yeah. Not very many people would do that. They'd all be running the opposite direction. <laughs> and that's, there was a lot of this, yeah. We can let you as a civilian. When we were, <laughs> I'd be interested, yeah. We had a con- um, there was this uh, company formed for combat veterans. Mm-hmm. They got hurt. Um, not all were combat-related injuries. Sometimes you get hurt, but we were all there. Right. And... They brought in an artillery unit in the night. Now, you've got 185 combat soldiers standing in formation when you hear, whoop, whoop, whoop. And then they wondered why. And they're like, we had guys that had bad knees that could barely walk on them, and they're sprinting for cover. Right. And, the you know, you could see the guys that were there that didn't get hurt during combat. They were just hurt in training. They're standing there, and next thing you know, there's, we're gone. Yeah. You know, everyone's running. I grab, I grabbed one guy, and I'm hoofing it with him to the edge of the barracks, and I drop him, and we're all like, we're all trying to grab our M16, which isn't there anymore. Right. But once you go there, I mean, it's like a sight, a sound, a smell. When I first got back from Iraq, my kids still... They, that was when they learned about daddy's PTSD. Right. I'm coming, going to my dad's house, and there's a beer box, just a Bud Light beer box that blew out someone's the back of their truck. Mm-hmm. I slam on my brakes. I skid to a stop. IED. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's my buddy I was telling you about. He will trash on the side of the road. He'll just be like, what the fuck? Sorry, I'm not trying to make yeah. fun of what no, you're talking about, Cowboy, yeah. but I know you know not. what? The best way to deal with a lot of it is, that, that's why we all all the veterans you usually see have a very sick and twisted sense of humor. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we'll yeah. pick on each other and call yeah, them assholes. Warped, yeah. oh. Th- that is true, very warped. It's, 
And it, it doesn't matter what branch you're in yeah. because, you know, like my daughter's in the Navy. Yeah. And my mother-in-law can't understand how we can pick on each and other. And I love that. I love that because I know a lot of people that are either still in the military, ex-military, everything else. Friggin' squids. And yeah. yeah, they're allowed to pick on each other, but me as a civilian, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's no. out of bounds because well, like, you try that, to do that, everybody will step up no matter well, yeah, what branch they were exactly. in. It's like yeah, I can call my wife a bitch, but don't you do it. Thank hey, you. It's like this. Cowboy's a mechanic. Yeah. I was a truck driver. Yep. He hate, he low he hated me right <laughs> off the bat. But then we have the chair force. I mean air force. Yeah. Right. Right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, what I did I got things at long distance. <laughs> it's all good spectrum. Right. You know we love you. Some days. <laughs> yeah. Some days. I would you know I always tried to build that I, I got tired of seeing new guys, you know. It's me like the new guy at work. You're just standing around waiting for someone to tell you what you got to do, you know? Right. Then your foreman walks up. Well, I got tired of It's basically the same thing in the Guardian. But I got tired of it, and I decided to have fun with it. So yeah. I would walk up to you and be like, hi, I'm Hoxie. What's your name? Roaring. What's your MOS? 88 Mike. I hate you already. But don't <laughs> worry. Do? Don't the- worry. I'm a mechanic. I hate all you drivers equally. <laughs> but... And that's Just how, so you know, yeah. Cowboy, we're, we're, we are kind of drifting off of what oh, we originally yeah. sat down. I mean, it's good no, talk. No, this, we still got we we still got time. I was gonna I was gonna work on directing it back to that. We okay. we want to we want we want no. You're fine. You're, no, good good job, great job. I'm I just we want to toss out a little bit of stories and entertainment and a little bit of just to build it. I think so. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, we've got time, but yeah, we we need to get on message. A lot of the stories point. we have, yeah, we I can't put it out on the radio. Even yeah. <laughs> <Right. laughs> with one that has parental advisory on, it's still not allowed. It's still, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's some shit right there, then. Most of our shows, people are saying, hey, Phil talks too much. So no, this is perfect. Sometimes <laughs> it's too much blood and guts. Yeah. But I do I do want to thank you guys for having us on here. Absolutely. And I, I do appreciate it. Oh, anytime. it helps us. We can actually kind of like be ourselves because right. since I've been here, coming up here to this bar, I've been able to be myself and nobody yells at me. Thank God. Right. <laughs> well, and, and my hope is maybe we can help just one person out there, one veteran out there, or maybe they'll come. Anybody. Maybe we'll get a couple that'll come join you guys. Oh, yeah. That, that's the thing. Like we have, yeah. uh, j- just so anybody out there that is a veteran that's listening that might be interested, we do have a meeting up here on the 15th. Okay. Not up here, here my house. At, at Cowboy's house. Okay. So we'll put out information with phone numbers or whatnot so you guys can get in contact. And we'll, ta- we'll toss out a phone number, and when I do the... When we do the description, yep, I've got that sheet. When I do, the, there's a here at the Blue Water Inn. We are at the Blue Water Inn, by the way. I don't think we've said that yet. Yep. Um, there's information hanging around on the walls. You can see that just says defenders, and it, it, it'll tell you everything you need. How about the fact Dave and Jeannie allow us to be here? No, Dave and Jeannie have done, been exemplary, way beyond I would ever expect about supporting this group. Right. When, I, when I was talking about it, and you're like, and I'm like, well, we're going to need a house. Can we have it here? And yeah. she goes, I'm like, can you handle a bunch of veteran crazy guys being here? Right. In your bar, which means it's you can't be any safer than if you were in Fort Knox. Because yeah, but Cowboy, she's probably also thinking, holy shit, that's going to be a lot of money. I was looking at her. I was they looking at Cowboy's the attitude already. Right. Well, you guys had a meeting the night we were doing our 250th episode celebration up there. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. We had a yep. quick one that night. Perfect. We were trying. We were trying not to. That was to, actually after the march. Uh, yeah, that was right after the rug yep. march. Yeah, yeah, we were all wiped out. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell that story. 
Go ahead. Tell a story. Tell us a story. Well, one night, <clears throat> something happened here. Oh, God, that's involving me. And then we was upstairs. <laughs> Somebody hollers cowboy. Oh, and you, oh, ever, yeah. <laughs> you ever see anybody clear them stairs? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, and out the front door. Oh, boy. The owner of the bar just left like about 15 minutes earlier than... Yeah. You're right. Give that a twist. There you go. And she goes... To tighten up that, yeah. He's like, if there's any problem, just holler for cowboy. Right. I'm up well, there. Thumb screwing it. There you go. There we go. Dog. We're, we're throwing darts. There you go. We're throwing darts. And yeah. next thing I know, I hear... Don't worry. I won't break it. No, cowboy, there's a fight. <laughs> Get your ass out. I was. All of us took off running. We all took off. I don't think I touched but two, maybe one or two steps on the way down. You never touched anything. Yeah, you didn't touch anything. Okay. And, 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 and everybody thought you were drunk because you, when you hit the bottom, you fell. I rolled, jumped yeah. up, and kept going. <laughs> I got well, that, kept going. that's the key is you got to get that roll in and, you know. You got to fall just right. Yeah, that's like we one of those superhero leagues. We could have had a video of that one. Right. Oh, I wish. No, because. My own feet tripped me at the bottom. I was gonna say, at least we are all old enough to when we did our stupid shit. They didn't have these nifty little handheld devices right on your head. You know, I say this this all the time. Had I grown up now, I'd probably be in prison still. Like, yeah, still. You mean you went to prison already? Well. (laughs) <laughs> That's a story for another day. Okay, we'll see. Uh, but no, when I was a kid, we did so much dumb shit, and now everybody rec- everybody tells on themselves because they record yeah, it. No they, shit. Yeah. We'll see. When I first got back from Iraq, you know, I w- you know, my wife and I were having issues because I was rather cold. Right. Do you guys deal? Uh, just sidebar, and then we'll get yeah. back to the story. Do you guys deal with a lot of that too? Because obviously, I think a veterans mar- being married to a veteran. Has to be difficult, very hard. See, yeah. well, I, yeah. I will say this: when you're in the military and you do deploy, or you're gone, even if it's a six-month deployment, you get so used to a certain way of life. Yeah, and then your spouse becomes the person at home that's paying all the bills, taking care of the kids, working, cooking, cleaning, and everything. And like for me personally, excuse me, you're fine. When I came back. In 2012, right at the end. Okay. Oh, we heard that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I say that all the time on a podcast. Oh, yeah. heard a but, uh, record. <laughs> what it is, is for me, it was hard for me to get back into trying to, or I wanted to get right in there and be like, hey, yeah, we got to do this, 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 and this. You're right. And you can't do that. You got to. You got to ease yourself in. You because ease in plus work with your spouse. So and if you don't have a spouse that wants to work with you. Right. And doesn't try to understand what's going on, then it creates a lot of the problems, which is where a lot of the domestic violence and everything else comes right. in because we're still in that mindset somebody's trying to hurt us. Right. And my, like, my, my ex uh, sister in law and brother in law, he's in the Navy, uh, lifer in the Navy. Uh, he would go out and he'd come back and he'd want to do that. He'd want to hop right back in. And my, my, my ex wife's sister would be like, no, no, we have a routine. We'll work you into it. But right now, do not disrupt this routine because we had to make things work. Here's because, another thing. Yeah. Being yeah, go ahead. a vet. A little bit. Yeah. And if you've ever been in, excuse me, where you're getting your ass shot at when you're not supposed to. Right. You have a habit of turning off emotions because you go in combat mode. I would think that's the only way you can deal with it. Everything goes black. Yeah. yeah. 
It is. That's what, but that's the only way. You and can the hard the thing is, is to turn the emotions back on, right. knowing the person in front of you isn't going to hurt you. But for instance, she'll say something stupid, even for a civilian or a he, depending on yeah, yeah. who it is. And you'll look at him like, really? And then you'll say something. Your response, it may not, it's not necessarily directed at them about what they just did. Right. Then they get all bent on a shade. Right. And next thing you know, she's off, whatever. You know, it's, if you've been in. Yeah. Even if you haven't been in combat, you have a habit of turning emotions off. But if you've been shot at or hurt and shot at, you learn real quick, emotions will kill you. Right. Faster than a bullet. And that's uh, my grandfather, uh, World War II, and he said that he's like, you don't know what's going to happen once people start shooting at you. He said, no. No one knows how you'll react. Ain't that the truth. Right. And the, and the thing you is, what. you don't hear the bullets going to take you. Yeah. You hear the ones that miss. Yep. That's kind of, he said something similar, too. There's an old saying, best laid plans in combat are great until the first bullet flies and then they're out the window. Right, exactly. It's called the best plans of mice and men often go array. Whatever, no matter what. As soon as the first bullet comes at you from downrange, you're screwed. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, I've never had anybody shoot it, shoot at me purposefully. I've been shot before, but not purposefully. So. I've been shot seven times, not Dang. once in combat. Wow. What story were, were you talking about, brother? Yeah, with your wife, your ex your wife. wife. Sorry, your wife. All right. When I first got back from Iraq, yeah, I was. Yeah, she put it cold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, things that I snapped one day. Right. Uh, the Ghost Hunter channel, right? Yeah. They're like, I have seen things you should never see. And I snapped. I jumped up. I'm screaming at the, tab- at the TV. You know, fuck you. You don't know motherfucking shit. You stupid. You know? Yeah. And, you know, it's like... You know, my wife's like, holy shit, what the fuck? I'm like, look, until you pick up, start picking up people off the ground in pieces. Right. That's the shit that you don't ever want to see. You don't want to have to sit there and pick up some suicide bomber that he he put the bomb in his, in his um, turban. So when he got up there, instead of it being, so when it blew... It would blow his head off, but it would right. be head, you know, height-wise of a lot more people. Yeah. So instead of carrying a, a flag, put vest, it up top. So when it blew, anyone above five foot, whatever he was, yeah, would get hit. But yet people don't realize someone's got to go pick up that body. Right. Or when you're picking up a guy that had a vest on, and he clacks it and he blows up, his eyes are wide open looking. Just like he's just watching the sunset. That's the stuff wow. that you don't forget. That's right. Sh- it, you know, I had a, a when I was in security at one point. Uh, one of my buddies was ex Navy, and uh, he he was talking. And one day we were having some drinks, and he like he told me about how his best he saw his best friend get ripped in half in front of him, and I'm just like, wow, that's wild. And then he fucking pulled out a picture of this dude laying there, two pieces on the table, and I'm like, you weren't shit. And he's like, I carry this with me every single day. And I'm like, no shit. I Sometimes that's to help yeah. deal with it or as a reminder, yeah. this is, hey, you know, there are worse things that can happen. Right. 
Like you're I, I, it's all the, it's all on the person. Like I said, when you think of somebody like oh ripped in half, you're like, well, you got messed up really bad. And he literally like showed me a picture like top half here, bottom half here, and I'm like, holy shit, you weren't fucking around. <laughs> yeah. My biggest PTSD thing it was children. Yeah. I saw this kid, and I saw seven different spots that the shrapnel hit him that I could see his intestines. Wow. He's got his head, you know, his arms up behind his head like he's just relaxing. And I'm looking at this kid, and I mean, I mean, seven different spots that I can see his intestines. Granted, he probably had morphine in him, but it's right. still, he got hurt between us and them. Right. And that's what really messed me up. And besides seeing my friends get shot and I couldn't do anything, um... I went. I got back from leave, and I was supposed to run with the sergeant. And everyone would want me to run on the convoys because apparently no one shot at us there, or hit us with IEDs. You know, because when I'd run on convoys, we'd get back and they're like, "What happened? Nothing." Well, and then after a while, they're like, "Hoxie's our good luck charm." <laughs> so, I had been talking to a sergeant. He goes, I can't get anyone to ride with me. I'm like, I'll tell you what, what you, we get back, I'll run with you. Yeah. And they put, but my unit, when I got back, put me on um, CQ, Charger Quarters, okay. which meant anything that happened after um, seven, or five o'clock, from five o'clock till um, seven o'clock in the morning, we were responsible for. We were responsible to call people and all that, but they sent me on Lee, uh, on that for seven days. Three days in, I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to run with this sergeant. And they're like, no, you can't go. You can't go. And he wound up, an IED hit him right in the fuel tank. Wow. And there was, the whole truck was engulfed in flames. And, you know, I always... I, guys can tell you shit that... You're like, oh, I don't care about that. No, that's not right. That's not real. That's not real, you know. And I was looking for a combat. Yeah. I got one for you. And But it would never happen on my convoy. Convoy after me, before me, you know, around me. Right. Would never hit. So, in a way, I felt like I let him down because if I would have ran with him... He'd still be alive. In your mind. In yeah. my mind. Yeah, yes. in your mind. In my mind. Yeah. I believe that he, and I still believe it. Yeah. I still believe it, you know. I mean, I'm not saying I was an anti-bullet magnet, but, I mean, even when we did get hit with an IED, no one got hurt bad. Right. We had um, my sergeant, his nose, the percussion went through his face. Blew all the blood vessels in his nose, so we called him Humpty Dump for a while. <laughs> right. Well, it's just like uh, back when I was in. Don't know how this happened. But riding back, generally we walked back from our little deals. And we're riding back with the Rock Marines. We had an Army lieutenant and a couple others in the first Jeep and then we had the Rock Colonel in the second Jeep mm -hmm. we always told them that this guy's new worst thing in the world is a new brave shaved tailed lieutenant 
Personally, I don't care. Not to go near kids on the side of the road. The famous thing that they did over there is they booby trap a kid sitting on a rice mat or, hat or one of them hats upside down. And us being who we were, kid loving Americans. Mm -hmm. This guy stopped the convoy, unasked his Jeep. We hollered, No. Well, I didn't get to take the shot. Somebody else is going to, but. It what didn't happen. The guy picks him up. He no more than cleared about six inches off that mat, and that it blew. All the stuff that we they stole from us anyhow blew up. Mm -hmm. Took him. Hurt the guy. Rest the guys in the jeep. The other ones. Yeah. And the rock colonel got hurt. And the funny part was. And maybe it's not funny. It's morbid, actually. After they attended their colonel and everything. Right. And the choppers were coming. The rocks unloaded. Korean rocks. Yeah. The ones the Vietnamese hated the most. Because <laughs> they don't like nobody. Right. Well, they unloaded and they left their weapons. They went with their knives. They destroyed three villages. Nothing lived. Really, and that became part of the reputation. Mess with the rocks, and that is an awful thing to see when you see one of our people. And it was an order: you do not pick up kids. Right. And he did it. Yeah. And you know, pieces blow it up, just like the two airplanes I had to recover. So yeah, I mean, I trained. Rich. Anybody could have PTSD from anything. I mean, right. car accident or. Getting shot or shot right. at, and like I said, the wounds do are not visible. Being no. in an abusive relationship, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I was in South Korea, so I can verify what that man's talking about. When these guys are rock soldiers, mm -hmm. there there's nothing. They they earned that title for a reason. They're you know they're rocks. Right. I've watched our majors walk down the road beating on them with a cane stick. Wow. And I'm sitting there thinking, you hit me with that cane stick, I'm killing you. Right. <laughs> really. They don't flinch. Don't move. Nope. Don't they don't flinch. They don't move. The thing of it is, a lot of those rock marines that I've met. Yeah. Evidently, or uh, somewhere along the line, we had American GIs during Korea. Had kids. Yeah. Because some of these rock marines are 6'4". Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> You're like, you don't I get mean, that kind I of mean, height here. look like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. yeah. Or The Rock. <laughs> Just built like a brick shithouse, yeah. When I was... <laughs> but, uh... My best friend and I, we go down every, when we can to Florida. I do not. Oh, oh, you're talking about. Oh, you, oh, you're you were talking in about, Florida. You're, you're talking you're about Preacher. <laughs> well, we get no, down there... I gotta give shit. And... They're, yeah. We're at Cousin's house, and their neighbor has got his American flag upside down. Oh. Which yeah. means... Distress. Distress. Right, right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm like, dude, that flag's upside down. We need to go have a talk with this man. Yeah. Come to find out, he was a Hmong. 
which fought for the Americans during the war. Okay. And then when everyone evac out of um, Vietnam, he came with them because he fought for them. Right. He was kind of like the South Korean or South Vietnamese army. Uh-huh. So when they were coming through, they knew they were going to die if they got left there. And the Americans honored their agreement you know, right. and brought them back. And when I was talking with him, he, you know, he explained all this to us because I wanted to know why your flag is upside down. Right. Did he explain you know, it about four or five times so you actually comprehended it, Cowboy? <laughs> it was the sixth time. The okay, sixth. number six. Okay. <laughs> Love you, brother. Love you. <laughs> you see what I mean about this yeah. is what we did when we were in the in at drill and things like that. We give each right. other shit all the time. Yeah. And you miss it. You really do. Like well, sometimes I'm beginning to wonder if I actually missed it oh, okay. or if I just love the abuse because I still hang out with this Right, guy. right. I'd rather talk to your dog sometimes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, my biggest thing is is I kind of hate his dog in a way. I like it. Yeah? Oh, yeah. no, I'll tell you why. Because before I got my service dog and started working with her, whenever I had a problem, whether it was my stepkids just being assholes and pushing me to the point of no return. Right. My niece and nephew is doing the same thing. Or even my father, because I basically, my dad and I had a screwy relationship. I talked to him. Love, like, hate. Like I talked to him. I'd be like, fuck you, old man. Right. And he'd be like, oh, you're an asshole. I'm like, apple doesn't fall or fall from the tree. That's right. <laughs> but anyways, whenever I got upset, I would take off and I'd come up here to Port Sanilac, Carsonville area, and I'd hang out at Cowboys for days, weeks. Months. Right. Sometimes a month. Well, I got Daytona, and all of a sudden, I'm not coming. I don't come up as often. Right. Because my stress levels aren't as high where I have to take. There's still the times that I got to bring the dog. There's still times (laughs) I take off, but now it's like I go for a couple of hours. Yeah. And sometimes that's, again. It's it's working then. It's working. It's working. I'm never going to be back to the way that I was, but I'm able to function better than what I did. Right. With certain aspects. Which really sucks for me. <laughs> hey, but at least I come up and hunt. <laughs> or try to. You could well, visit me. There you go. Real but, quick. Uh, oh, well, see, ahead, right now, eventually, uh, I, I, we're actually... You've been waiting to say something, so he just keeps back on mouth. the house. Well, I, he did that last time he was on, too. Uh, we're used to that. Well, I'm going to come over and make... Are, I'm gonna make are sure you going to read no the info? Stuff. Do you want to read sure, it? I want to make sure we get that out there. I, oh, you want th- me this, to read? I this to came read. from the Ruck March. That's information for probably veterans. the other side. Just uh, yeah, you yeah, can probably read there. the services they offer. Maybe give some of those phone numbers. And, that's yeah. ESGR. Okay, that's basically a readiness like right, military what, understands. That readiness. was my next thing I was going to. It gets you set up <laughs> right. for things, but it gives you the counties and where to go for the help. Okay, and this let him you, read. You have you have more copies of this? No. That, I'll, we can get more copies. We'll, we get, a, we'll get a couple pictures of it yeah. post this on our And then you can do well. that. Um, so, yeah, the uh, ESGR, the Employer Support of the Guard and Reserve, uh, 1-800-336-4590. Uh, you can also go to ESGR.mil, uh, www.esgr.mil. And uh, Military One Source, 1-800-342-9647. Or uh, you can go to militaryonesource.com. And uh, they have some crisis lines here. Um, 
the sexual assault support uh, DOD safe 877-995-5247. The military and veteran crisis line is 800-273-8255. Press option one for that. And then uh, the soldier and family readiness program. Uh, 1-800, or I'm sorry, 1-88-M-I-C-H-F-A-M. That's 888-M-I-C-H-F-A-M. So, a lot of good resources there. There uh, is, and like, you know, to like, get help. Yeah, and like I was t- telling you, when, if you take pictures of it, you post it on there. If you take pictures to the other side, yep, yep, it, it states, like, for the, the, the zones yep, yep. where you can go, like, I think this zone here. Is zone five, I Saginaw, I believe, and like Port Huron is Selfridge, right. and so on and so forth. Yep. Flip it over, and you yeah, he, is. he he he's got it. He's yeah. So uh, region five uh, out of base city. I'm fine. I'm fine. Right uh, stand down. Five one seven nine nine three seven eight three three, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll get some pictures of this and uh, post this up on our Facebook page and. Uh, Make sure that these resources are out there. Thank you very much. There's a lot that. of resources when you call there. So yeah. more than we can list in five That's minutes. One of the things right. We're trying to do. That's right. like what? Um, I don't know why. I got involved in a group called Fetch the Steam Team. Mm-hmm. They're very good organization. Dinner. Very. They're good. having a dinner. The 15th and North Branch, but I think it might be too late to get in on it this year. I don't have the flyer in front of me. I might have in the truck, but it'd have to be in by Friday so they can find out how many people are going to be there. But they do, they set up, they do the parades. They got an H2 with a trailer where they do the parades and the music and stuff to honor the veterans, no matter, you know. We've had. Our World War II vet that survived uh, Battle of the Bulge, he passed away about a month or so ago. He was 98. Yeah. But anyhow, you know, it's for veterans and for recognition. They did the quilt, the Agent Orange quilts in Croswell here a few months ago. And it's getting people to recognize Veterans. The veterans. The right. fact that we have the freedoms we have because, excuse me, some of us were dumb. So, yep, I'll do that. Yep. <laughs> and right. uh, so, you know, it's like it's trying to get people and veterans reconnected and appreciated and, and type of thing and to get others. And they also try to help. See, they have some contacts that we're working with. I'm working with her and us, and I love that. So we can get, yeah. Oh yeah, good. Our veterans, the help they need. That's always good. Yeah. You know, and you know, my first event that um, I drafted you into. You one you draft me into. (laughs) My sergeant arms goes. These guys are called veteran esteem teams. You need to check them out. I started talking, you know, checking them out, and they're like, he's like, you're going to do the um, parade in Lexington. So we get out there. I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? We get out there, and she's like, 
which one are you? Am I Iraqi freedom veteran or my Afghan veteran? And I'm like, well, you're Afghan guy. Something came up. You can't make it. Well, she's like, okay. And next thing I know, she pulls out an Iraqi freedom hat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Puts it on, you know, and gives it to me. Which, you know, I'm like, wow. They do that a lot. You know, it wasn't, they, it was a they, surprise. They it right. was a surprise, you know, I'm figuring I'll just wear my cut and my cowboy hat. Well, she gives me my Iraqi freedom hat. I got pictures of that. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm taking off my cowboy hat. I'm throwing on my veterans hat. And then when we're going through the parades, you can see veterans because they're up there doing, you know, they're saluting you or they got their hand up. And the music yeah. we played. And when you look over at them, you know, they give you the that sign that they're veterans and they know... You know, right. You know, you're getting out there, and they're they're like giving you the uh, okay because I won't do this or I didn't ask, but you're out there being the guy that's showing the face for the rest of us. Yeah, right. it's making people aware. Yes, we have the freedoms we have because we some of us were going. Yep, we're crazy. <laughs> we're gonna join up, right? <laughs> and the thing of it is. That oath of enlistment does not expire until they put you in the ground. Yes, sir. Right. That's the way it's written. The Japanese admiral that once talked about why they would not invade the United States. Because he goes between, because of, between, uh, behind. There's a weapon behind every blade of grass. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And still to this day. Between Indiana, yep, Indiana, Michigan, and what was the third one? Indiana. You said Wisconsin, Michigan, and Indiana. Well, where all the rednecks are. Yeah, we 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 have the largest unofficial army in the world. So invade. Right. <laughs> see, yeah, see what it, see where it'll get you, right? Yeah. Wow, boy, that got dark real fast. I want to see how far <laughs> out you know I what I'm can saying? read. <laughs> I got a brand new scope that reaches up to 400 yards. I want to see what it'll do. Shh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not trying to take over, but do you guys have any any other questions like about the club? Because we, we kind of go all over the place right now. I, I don't. Let's just talk about it for, bring it back for a second. Defenders. You guys are the defenders. Yep. And uh, you're helping veterans. You're a group. Um, any veterans are welcome to join up. Doesn't matter what branch you, you served in. No, we really like to get a crayon eater. I mean, a marine, but right. that's the one we, we don't have right now. We want a crayon eater. A crayon eater. That's the only one we don't have. Is a, we, is a we marine. Need a, we need a crayon eater. Yeah, a jarhead. A jarhead. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Sam's messed up children. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Either way, Uncle Sam's misguided children. children yes. It all it all works the same. Yes, I my like retarded ass signed up. The crayon eaters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you can find I information. Like you can find information here at the blue. Um, do you want to give a phone? Do you have a contact, or you want to give? Just find it here. Yep. Well, Come up to the well see my phone number. Here, here, uh, here's the thing. It, no, hold on, Cowboy. Oh, yeah. Here's the thing. The best way to do this: flip that back over so I can see it because I don't have your number memorized, fucker. Right. All right. So, if you want to find out more and actually talk to somebody, the two people to call would either be myself. Right. Throw us a text first. The yeah. vice president, which yes, definitely throw, throw me a text. text. Yeah. Throw a Say, text. Say, hey, I'm interested in defenders, and all right, cool. I'll be my yeah. phone number. Is area code 941 357 3252. My number is 810 201 0076. Yep, and 
And they just ask, throw them a text first? Yeah, throw a text just, first. Say, yep. you know, you're interested in defenders. Yeah. That's just then, so you know us. Yeah. Because I don't, obviously, my phone number's from Florida. I was going to say, <laughs> where is that area code from? That, that's from the Bradenton, Sarasota area in oh, Florida. Oh, Bradenton. I yeah. lived down there for about three years before I came back okay. up here. But if you throw a text and we know that that's what you're about, you want to know, find out about it or what you can do to help out and things like that, which... We haven't been doing a lot of fundraisers or anything like that, but we're, we're trying because I want to, like I said, help out like the VSDO. They take donations of any kind, whether it be monetary stuff for the animals. Um, the Veterans Connected, they'll definitely take monetary donations, and you can find them on Facebook. Um, the VSDO, they have a Facebook page. They have one that's public and one that is private. Okay. Um, we have a Facebook page, Defenders, but it's a private page it's not open to the public you have to, if you find it you have to ask to become a member and believe it or not we can actually look and tell if you are have are a veteran or are a military supporter right. supporter um now the other one that i was talking about earlier timeless mobility you can find him probably on the internet but he's a guy that he does it by himself he's been doing it now for i think he said six years gets okay. mobility chairs and then either gives them to people or sells them to people at cost. So like a $3,500 mobility chair, brand new, he could he might sell it to the person for half the price. He, he's just looking to help people, not not make a profit then. I, I believe yeah. that's how it is. That, yeah. That's my understanding from yeah. talking with him. Right. He wants to help. Right. And that all came about from an 80-year-old woman he gave a chair to that She's like, well, I thought I was going to take my dog out for like a half an hour. And she wound up going and talking to neighbors and she hadn't talked to him in like three years, this, that, and the other thing. And then she calls him up and says, you know, you keep doing good, kiddo. Yeah. Because he gave her the mobility to be able to go and do all this stuff that she hadn't done. Right. It's kind of like, again, it all kind of reverts back to the club. And I know I t- we talk about it a lot, which that's what we're here to do. <laughs> right. But that's what we want to do. We want to be able to, if we can't help somebody or, you know, we may not be the right fit for them, but yet we, we know like the VFW, the Legion, Veterans Connected, or other groups that they might fit better with in their eyes. Because in our eyes, everybody fits with us. As long, yeah. as, as long as you're a vet, you fit. Or you have the same understanding, you fit with us. And you got thick skin because you got to have thick skin. You got, of course. Because we fuck, well, we, we fuck with everybody. We just fuck oh, yeah. with everybody. I well, enjoy you, that. <laughs> we, well, we do have a quite a few people that want us to start an auxiliary unit. Okay. Which is, it be like you join in or whoever that believes in the group uh-huh. wants to support the group. And we got <laughs> we got more of them than we do have um, members. That's the right. sad part. Right. I could see that. Well, yeah, that's... Because we, we are working on trying to become a non-profit. Okay. You know, you know there is... A lengthy, not a lengthy process, but it's, it's a, a process. Of, yeah, there is a process oh, to yeah. it, and I, I want to be. Able, I personally, as the vice president, because you know I'm I'm in the same boat, cowboy, as I have all the time in the world. Right. I don't work. I haven't worked in almost three years because the VA says I'm unemployable. Really? So wow. I'm the guy of the club that okay, somebody wants to join, but yet they live, let's say, in Flint. Oh, hey, you want to join? Well, I can't make. I'll come and get you for the meeting. Yeah, I'll take you home. I can't give you. I don't care. Yeah, you want to come and see if this is what you what you want to be. I'll that's drive great. and get you. That's great. So that's another point uh, I didn't ask earlier, and I don't think we've discussed 
you don't have to be from this area. No, no, we, area. we've got. We actually have guys from Natural, Michigan, Flint, Flint, Burton, Burton, or excuse me, Montrose, yeah. Burton. So the, 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 geographically, it doesn't matter where you live. Then no, no, we it don't. doesn't. If That's you great. want. Oh boy! <laughs> well, see, ninety-five percent of them. Yes. Here's the bad thing: ninety-five. Yeah. I have two friends that yeah. were in the Navy. Oh, they Jesus. served together at the same time. They did not realize one. They fought the same fire from two different directions at the same time. They didn't meet until twenty years later that some dumb redneck hooked them up together. Really. They had to be. They met twenty years And it was you, right? Yes, it was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and it's like you don't realize, like, when I served in Iraq. Yeah. I had this guy. His name was Rick Lee. He was my cook. Uh huh. And when I get back to my unit, you know, after everyone PCSs, DROSs, does all that good shit. Well, I joined the National Guard, and I'm in one unit. And these guys are telling me, dude, we got like four un- four mechanics out of 20 we could- we're supposed to have. So I go out there. My first day in the unit, I'm like, so I spit polish my shoes. And, you know, everything looks good. And I'm standing out there in formation. Polish everything. Yes. Right. And ahead, my buddy. Talking. I'll just make some side comments. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my, bu- my buddy story. walks up, and he kicks his foot across both my boots. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, maintenance doesn't look that good. <laughs> maintenance doesn't look that good. <laughs> and then come to find out, the cook yeah. in the unit yeah. was a guy I served with during Desert Storm. Really? Yes. That's awesome. Small I mean, world, I'm right? like freaking out going, Rick. Right. And he goes, Hoxie? I'm like, dude. And then when we get ready to go to Iraq, he looks at me and goes, Hoxie. I'm like, yeah. He goes, I feel safe for some strange reason going there because when I was there last time, I never got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you have it. So brought a, a calming presence. Like, I never got hurt. <laughs> All right. Uh, and he, I, just so you know, yeah. he made it home alive Good. and well. All right. Um, I think we're about to wrap this up. We, we can get some final thoughts from you guys. or uh, I guess one thing. I'll start with you, Cowboy. What's one thing or what's your final thought here? My group is to help out. Our group. Vet, our group sorry. Our group Let him do his is to help. Thought. Yeah. I want veterans to know they're not alone. Right. Doesn't matter what happened, I don't want them to feel alone. Okay, Defenders is the name of the group. How about you, Mr. Vice President? I agree with Galway. I don't want them to feel that they're alone. I want them to know that there's people out there that do understand and are willing to give the necessary guidance or just lend the ear Mm -hmm. or say, hey, you need a ride somewhere, I got you. Where we got to go? Need help moving? You know, things like that. That's. More uh, more so on me than most of the rest of the group because I do have more, a little bit more time than most. Right, right. <laughs> Not, but it's that. That's just what it is. We we want everybody to feel welcome. Right. Feel like they've got that they're back home, and they've got people out there that are watching their six. And uh, I want to point this out too. And you've you've said this before. 
earlier. If you're interested, just come to a meeting once. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Exactly. You yeah. They don't even have to come sit. to a meeting. Just right. call us. Yeah. Just call us. Okay, and, and just talk. We'll talk it through. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. it through, and we'll be like, hey, we're having a get-together out yeah. here at this place because at Cowboy's house, we do, he has his house. Yeah. Then he's got a tree line, and then there's Camp Defenders, which is where my camper is and a couple other campers and tents. And okay. And we have a bonfire. You know, it's like, come on out. Yeah. If it's for you, it's for you. If it's not for you... Hey, this is the deal. We also do video. Okay. So it's like, you want to go there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Look, you want to show up? You want to see? You can't make it? We'll just FaceTime you. So you guys would could, like, FaceTime or Zoom somebody in if you need we to. We have. We do, uh, like, the Facebook Messenger. Okay, perfect. Not, instead of everybody downloading Zoom or nobody, right. not everybody having iPhones. That makes sense. It works just as good doing the Facebook Messenger, and it's like... That's right now. That's basically for those that are members of the club to come in and sit in in the meeting, so they they can have a say. Right. But if they want to check it out, just to what we talk about in the meetings, what we're planning on doing, you could tie people in that way too. We could yeah. bring people in that just way so they can see that's it. That's what you want to do. Just, you just know, trying you to give as many avenues as we possibly yeah. can. They want to. You know, we're we're not anti-family. I mean, if you've got your kids. Like you were talking about, family your kids always this comes weekend. first before right. the that club. That always comes first. We are not a one percenter club, yeah. right? We're a seven percent. Seven percent of the United States military volunteered. Wow, that's so. Of, I didn't know that number. Yep, yeah. it was seven percent. One of the other things, a lot of things we do, other than getting, hmm, never mind, a little bit we're wasted. Not, we're also but not generally. Being, we have things we do when we get together. A lot of times we'll do a like a bar, a cookout. Yeah. And if we know there's going to be kids around, we try to you know either they bring it or we try and provide stuff for them. You know, food and stuff and drinks, and they can play in the yard there and the, on defenders and have a good time. And we can, the adults can sit and talk. Around yeah. the fire and whatever, you know, and we kind of everybody keeps an eye on the kids. Yeah, family thing. Parent. It's more like a family thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're family. We, we do that. That's great because, yeah, I got married again, number four. <laughs> which anyhow, I feel so bad now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but anyhow, which I hosted at my house, and we had the wedding there, and we had, let's see, uh, Kyle's five. We had the little ones too, and a bunch of others. We, we had a, few a lot ones. of different ones, and the kids, and it was great. And the thing of it is, we're multicultural. I yes. mean, I, yeah, I married a chocolate girl, and she nicknamed him White Chocolate. I don't know why. <laughs> My Miss Miss Milk Chocolate. Yes. Just so you know, when no. she decides. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that ain't gonna happen, buddy. <laughs> You all got your boots on because the shit's getting real deep. I, I'm sensing that. I'm sensing that. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this up. They're the Defenders is their group. Um, any veterans, any all branch. Veterans. All veterans. Yep. Any branch. As long as you have a DD-214, you're good. Wherever you live, it doesn't matter. There's We've given you various avenues. You can They can they can tie you in via Facebook Messenger. They can. They're looking for members. They're looking to do lots of positive things for other veterans, help each other out, and uh, just right. Even us, yeah, absolutely. So we got a lot of veterans or a lot of people that support us, right? And that's good. Obviously, obviously we do. We're having you on our podcast, which makes you, you know, when we get our um, 
um, our support group, you know, uh, auxiliary. Auxiliary, right. I would love to make all you guys members. Sign us up. Yeah, yep. for sure. I mean, we got We got a few here at the bar that, that we've already, already well, said that they're in, but they just haven't gotten anything. Yeah, yeah. well, we got a couple of them, and we're like, they were all excited, and I'm like, they were talking about what would my house name be? So we got Wiggles and Giggles. One oh, works morning, jiggles. one works afternoon. I thought it was Wiggles and Jiggles. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, you wiggles. said Wiggles and Giggles. She's going to giggle. It's Wiggles and Giggles. Wiggles and Jiggles. Wiggles and Jiggles. You got it. So obviously we're being very perverted, but that's beside the point. That's perfect. That's, but no, again, that's, that's very much on brand for this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So, and again, gentlemen. Fine here. Thank you very much for having us Thank on. Thank you very much. Well, I appreciate it. Yes. Thank you guys for what you've done and what you're doing. And continue uh, to do. We appreciate stuff. it. Well, yeah. we try. That's all yeah. we can do is do our best. Just like you guys do your best doing your podcast, we try to do our best with yeah. what we do. And yeah. we'd like to thank you very much from the from the Defender Group. Yes. That you we came out, you gave us an hour. Yeah. And we'd love you very much for that. Well, you're welcome anytime. Well, hopefully... If you yep. guys decide to have us back on, you let us know. We'll be back here. Hey, if you guys have something you want to promote, if you have something specific or anything, I mean, down the road, just pull one of us aside, get a hold of us. Just anyway. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Sounds yeah. good. Yep. We're, we e- can generally be found here us, at least once a week. Even if you don't necessarily want to be on, but you want us to read something or promote something, by all means, just hand oh, us hell, a flyer, my big hand mouth us wants to, I'll, My big yeah. mouth will well, be glad to join you. All yeah. right. I'm going to sign off. All right. Y'all have a good one. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. The Defenders Group, thank you for joining us here tonight. Appreciate it. You guys are doing great work. We certainly support you and will continue to. And our podcast definitely supports you. So, all right. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, gentlemen. You guys. Adam, let's get out of here. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nichols. PA Podcast Express. Make good choices.